90, ladies and gents. That's 90 passion pods this week. I can literally hardly believe it. Which basically means that we have 90 chinwags with inspiring and adventurous and just generally brilliant people. And that is only a handful. It feels like that's hardly anything. And then at the same time, feels like that is just loads. Uh, but pretty impressive, right? And to celebrate this wonderful achievement, I sound like I've got a clothes peg on my nose. As you can imagine, not quite how I had envisaged chatting to you this week, but that is life, my loves, is it not? Uh, and what better proof of that than the wonder that we are chatting to this week? Steffi White has the honour of Passion Pod number 90. She's a yoga teacher, previously was an actress, and this podcast is stuffed full of just generally inspiring stuff if you're into trying to follow what your heart is telling you. And I have been actually the lucky beneficiary recently of being at the other end of Steffi's classes and just general life wisdom. And if you get just a glimpse of that from this podcast, then your day's just going to be better. It's a true fact. Um, so yeah, rather excited about you feasting your ears on this week's rather rather special podcast for a lot of reasons uh, and not because I sound like a snot pot. So, Steffi. <laughs> You're listening to Passion Pod number 90 with Steffi White. So, Steffi, tell me, yoga teacher, that can mean like a million things. Okay, so the style of yoga, obviously I teach lots of styles like vinyasa flow and yin yoga and basically everything, but really my style of yoga and what I hope that people take away from my classes is that I am about people connecting with themselves and being present and... Feeling good. So I say that's my style of oh, yoga. Bloody lovely. Yeah. Sign me up right now. <laughs> Dal, tell us timeline. How did you become? Talk us through your journey into to being a yoga teacher. How did you find yourself doing this as, as your job? So I've been practicing yoga for a good amount of time, say like six years. Well, maybe a little bit more, but quite like on it for about six years. And then two years ago, or maybe two and a half years ago, I kind of just my life didn't feel very fulfilling and I felt just quite lost and found myself going to yoga more and more and it became a thing where I wasn't going three times a week I was going every day and I just find myself kept going back to the mat and then I was in a practice one morning and I was just like I need to go to India and do my teacher training are you joking it just like suddenly came to yeah, you yeah it's like a light bulb he said something <laughs> I don't even know what he said now I couldn't even remember but it really resonated yeah and I was just like I need to get out of here I felt so lost and there was a moment of clarity and the clarity was I need to go do this teacher training in India and then I didn't even know which one to do and I just started googling them and then lucky enough I chose the best one ever so. but that's so weird and what no one had recommended it no. you just literally Whoa. so that's the thing like now obviously my life is very much in the yoga world and I know lots of people and uh, have quite a community in the yoga world but back then I didn't have any friends that did yoga I didn't have a mum and dad that did yoga no one in my world was a yogi so it wasn't like I could ask someone hey I know you like I get a lot of emails saying can you give me advice I wouldn't have even known who to email to get advice like I find that so fascinating though what took you to that yoga first yoga class so I the teacher training is quite interesting because I'd signed up for one already in the January and I'd paid my deposit but I got an acting job because I used to be an actress and I got Holby City in the same month that my teacher training was. 
And when I got Holby City, it was just like a small part. But when I got Holby... Love it, Come on, Holby. Let's, let's <laughs> give it some credit. <laughs> um, when I got Holby, it was at the time when I'd already started to think, like, I don't want to be in this acting world. So there was still lots of doubts. And even when I got the job... It wasn't like elation. I was like, oh God, of course it's landed on the months. I want to do this teacher training. Like I want to change my life, God. And anyway, like I was weighing it up for like a long time, spoke to my parents, spoke to my friends and everyone was like, you can do a teacher training anytime, but you probably won't get Holby again. So just do it and then you'll know if it's done. So I did Holby and put off the teacher training, lost my money. Big decision. Yeah, really big decision. And then when, where was it filming? I can't remember where it was filming. Where does Hobie film? I want to say um, it's it? in Elstree and Bournewood, isn't it? Yes, it was. Because so I went to Elstree and then I was filming there. And like with TV, you basically got like one line and then like six hours of waiting around. And I was just was thinking the whole time, I should be doing my teacher training. I should be doing my teacher training. But anyway, luckily enough, I didn't do that teacher training because as soon as I finished Hobie, I was like, right, I need to do this yoga teacher training. Googled what starts in two weeks and my teachers came up. So I'm so glad that that all happened because I genuinely believe, I know everyone obviously is biased to their teachers, but my teachers, Jamie and Dulce, the yoga people are honestly amazing I've done 500 hours with them and every hour I'm just like oh my god your mind's blown yeah it's so amazing that connection of Mm -hmm. it I find it so interesting though your story because acting obviously a lot of these you know chats with people people are moving from jobs which they don't like uh, which are more let's just call them traditional jobs mm-hmm. for the sake of it mm-hmm. but you had pursued something which dare I say it would be a passion pod in itself yeah in <laughs> acting do you know what I mean it's like this is the thing I love the idea of your journey from from that to yoga yeah. because it's quite unusual yeah isn't it yeah don't get me wrong like I love the arts and I have so much respect for all of my friends that are still actors and I think people who do live a life as an actor are incredibly inspiring and strong because it's not an easy lifestyle but for me like I wanted to be an actress because I loved it and had so much passion and like honestly even just speaking about it used to make me cry because it was everything and it got to this place as a working and out of work actress it just like no longer did it feel meaningful what I was doing because I was racing just to get a job to pay the bills and so as every actor knows majority of the scripts that you read are just cack and your heart's just breaking you're like oh my god is this what I come to for me it was just like my yoga it was because it was meaningful and I wanted to move people and I wanted to shift stuff and I wanted to think differently and usually I'm not going to name names of scripts or anything but like you would read something and it's just you're playing the pretty dumb blonde girl and it didn't resonate with me any longer so it was really hard shift because I was always so determined and I'd worked really hard to get even the small jobs in acting that I'd got. And you were doing well. Yeah, I did well. You know, well, it wasn't yeah. like you were sitting there twiddling your thumbs no. for half the time. Yeah, I had like, I got a regular role in a CBBC show that I was in for a good couple of years. And yeah, I had like some regular stuff and did West End stuff, bits and pieces. But there was a lot of time when I was unemployed as well. Well, working in a bar. And um, yeah, it just got to the point where it wasn't meaningful anymore and it was so hard for me after all that graft to say quote like I'm giving up because I wasn't giving up I was actually starting afresh but to give up that 
all that effort, like 10 years of hard work to then go, I'm going to be one of those people that give up. Oh God, totally. And it's that whole conception or preconception that mm. we have around that. Mm. And actually that thing when you have like lived something that closely for mm. that and, and put all of that energy in mm. to shift it. But I guess it was sort of eased by the fact that you'd found totally. where your energy was going. It totally. was like, it sounds really cheesy, but like the yoga was kind of taking you off onto where you're totally. meant to be for the next bit. Totally. It wasn't and like you were left with nothing. Yeah, exactly. And I say to, when I talk to people about it, this sounds corny as well. We but... can't help it, babe. Because, you know, this is the nature of passion pods. Every other corny. line is a cheese fest. <laughs> but through yoga, I, so far, touch wood, like, I've been very lucky. But through my yoga journey, I have started to get the opportunities or live the life that I wanted as an actress. So... How funny. I know, like the stuff, like the agent I wanted as an actress or the connections I wanted or like the presenting jobs or the bits here and there, the exposure or the articles written, any of that stuff that any actress would want to like be recognised. Now without really any effort... You know, I get phone calls with people asking me to do it like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but the agent story is a great yeah. one. I remember you mentioning that to me. The yeah. agent that you're now with is the one that you wanted to be with forever yeah. as an actress. But as a yoga teacher, it's just <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, so things like that. And also just very quickly on this subject, which I think is important, is for a while I was kind of battling with this idea of giving up because I didn't like that I'd put so much effort into something and then giving up. So when I was doing the teacher training and stuff, I was trying to figure out like, God, am I just flaky? Am I like just shifting what I want to do all the time? And actually what I've realized over time is that my purpose has always been the same. Like my purpose has always been that I want to help move people. Like when you go into a cinema and you think one way and you leave at the end and you're completely changed or like moved or even just you're thinking about something in a different way. And that's what I feel with yoga. My purpose is still the same. Like I want people to connect and to maybe shift into another dimension where like they walk into a yoga class feeling really stressed, but they leave feeling a bit more like, okay. And that, that was acting for me. But it makes but complete just, sense. Yeah. Did that come to you then as kind of, you know, how, that sort of realisation of that's quite cool. I don't even, yeah, it was quite, it was quite Go on, cool, tell us another like, light bulb moment. I was just lying on the Himalayas and it just came to me. Um, I don't know how I came up with that Because it one. makes completely sense. It makes it complete sense. It does, because I think I, when I first kind of changed careers, it was quite hard and emotional because acting was everything and I fought so hard for the bits that I've got and for the, like the kind of milestones that I'd done Mm. or whatever, that it was quite, yeah, emotional and scary to then be the person to say to your mum and dad, you know all that time and, like, hope that you'd invested in me. Because as parents, it must have been really hard for my parents to go up in Scotland at 16, oh, she wants to go to drama school. Shit, are we really going to have this kid that wants to be an actor? And my mum and dad supported me the whole way through, like, the whole time I got into drama school went to Paul McCartney's drama school and they like used to drive me down to Liverpool and when I moved to London and started auditioning they were there the whole time amazing and so then to actually turn around and go you know that really scary job that I did and all of that hard work money time effort that you guys put in 
actually, I'm just going to give it all up. So I'm just going to go and like do some yoga, yoga on yeah. the beach. Yeah. But I guess the whole thing with that is, like you said, is that, that that's what led you to where you are now. And without yeah. that, you probably wouldn't have a lot of the things that you're bringing to your practice. You know, Absolutely. all of our funny little journeys, they lead to those things. Absolutely. Things. And things like in a yoga class, like you'll know because of your voice is so amazing. But I think... Thanks, love. You know, I'll tell you that. There's so many amazing yoga teachers, but maybe they don't have as much experience in communicating. And also, voices are so powerful, like you know. And my acting training gave me all that awareness. And also, because I do all my online stuff and like my yoga online and videos and things like that, all the presenting side, I would never have been able to do that without my acting training so kind of my acting training was the training for this kind of way that the yoga world has gone you which know? is so weird because if you think about those worlds whilst we've drawn the similarities and it's so yeah, clear to so me so different that, as well they are so different <laughs> yeah they're actually the opposite because acting is all about the ego because <laughs> you need to because it's all this totally and by ego i don't mean like i'm amazing i mean it's about having this identity and yoga's about breaking down the identity and breaking down the ego. So it's like, in those ways, they're polar opposites. Now doing it, though, where you are now, with the combination that you have, mm. do you find that challenging still? Well, there's a total challenge as in, like, that's what we're all working towards. And by no means am I some, like, enlightened guru who has like no identity and no all that stuff you're walking on air yeah. i've seen you enter a room floating in and out um so that's constantly my challenge i suppose and this word of recognition like you know as yogis or on this path of like awareness or self-realization or whatever you want to call it like what is all this need for recognition and that's what you're chasing as an actress, but that's certainly not what I want to be chasing as a yoga teacher. But then it's difficult because I live in London and you want to have a successful career. So it's confusing sometimes when your career happens to also be your healing. And that's a strange thing to balance as well because it's okay that I am doing well, if you like, in a career and I should be proud of that and that's fine. But also I need to keep my yoga as well very, um, like, what's the word? Like, it's sacred. And you don't have to make it this big merchandise thing. And that's really not what I'm about, even though I do the social media and stuff. But really my intention and the heart of it is very trying to be as pure as I can. Yeah, but then that's, I guess, the answer. That's, you know, we've hit the nail on the head there in the sense it's the attitude towards it mm -hmm. that's different, isn't mm -hmm. it? Because your your focus is your yoga and all mm -hmm. this stuff comes with it. Yeah. But that's very different as than long as focusing on all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you doing it? That's what my teachers always say. Like, ask yourself, like, why are you doing it? And then they say ask yourself what would the Dalai Lama do <laughs> which oh, is pretty God. hard it's kind of the same line as one of my girlfriends like, what would Beyonce do yeah 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 yeah, yeah Beyonce yeah. Dalai Lama yeah <laughs> same deal but I do think I think that's a really interesting whole area in anything that you're doing what you love especially when it's something that's so sort of like you know deeply connected mm. like being a yoga teacher that you know that balance of those things is is an interesting one isn't it mm. because you it's know very difficult yeah what are the challenges? What are the things have you found challenging about pursuing what you love? Mm, is that the things that I love, so like the acting or arts or yoga, all those things. I'm a very creative person, so 
the challenge will always be how do you keep the integrity of your art and yoga is art so how do you keep the integrity of what you're doing but also let like live in London and not be struggling because the minute that you're struggling and you're desperate your work is never as creative to be a creative person you need to have space and that freedom and time and freedom to really create so it's finding that balance of like you know, not just doing jobs for the money. I don't care about that sort of thing, but also you need to live. So that will always be the challenge for me because the jobs I always love are creative. Yeah. And it's the same for everyone in this kind of thing. It's like the same even for a really successful actor, you know? The money jobs are the jobs you don't want to do. And it's like finding that balance. It's the balance of it. And I guess it's the continual seesaw of it, isn't oh. it? It's the continual you know readjustment of it Mm. I think another thing about what I do and the things that I've always liked to do is that I'll always be self-employed I imagine because as creative people we're self-employed and so it's a challenge to kind of set up your day and also be alone for the whole day and like staying really focused and being okay in your in your own time making sure that you get up at that time like just because you don't have a boss saying you need to be in the office at 9am you need to really be on it so that can be a challenge you know do you have any tips on that do you have any things that have helped you do that you have to be so disciplined like literally regimented like even if I don't have a client till 11am I'm not going to sleep in bed till 11am you know like I'm still up 7am have the same routine totally yeah yeah get a routine and <laughs> most of the days some days it's like it's horrible and that duvet is really cosy yeah um talking of that kind of thing sweet what sort of advice do you think would be really have been really handy for you to have been given when you set up set off on all on, on these quests it's a uh, golden oldie but i think the best piece of advice and a lot of people say it but it really is the best piece of advice is do you like be yourself because there will always be a million people in whatever job you do that can do the job as well as you, like the job, but no one else can bring to the job what you are. And so that's why I think about like me as a yoga teacher. There's so many amazing yoga teachers that have got loads more experience. They've got 20 years more experience. But if I'm just going to compare myself to them, what like what good is that for anyone? But what I know is that I am me and they are not. So just really hold on to everything that makes you you and yeah, focus on you. Be you. Be as honest as you can. And that will always shine through because people resonate with that. She's got some wisdom, that lady, don't you think? Some serious pearls in there. I really hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I did when I was chatting to Steffi. Just a great story and how, like, we think we've got this master plan and we've got it all sorted. You never know what's round the corner. And sometimes that is actually a good thing, guys. Let's remember that. Um, Thank you so much for listening this week. Despite the extra gravelly tones, who thought I could go even gravelier? Quite something. Uh, But thank you so much for your ears. Just mega appreciated. Any feedback you've got, by the way, please let us know. You can find us on Twitter at PassionPods. Also, always up for reviews. If you've got three seconds, I'm going to put a link in Twitter this week. You just click on it and just write what you think. It basically just means that more people can find out about us and then I can find more interesting people 
to chat to. It's just win-win all round, okay? So if you wouldn't mind really not asking for much, like literally a couple of words or even some stars, uh, that would be amazing. Just head to iTunes. You can search Passion Pods or as I said, I'll bung it in Twitter as well. And there's more where that came from because next week is another brand spanker. We've got a really interesting chat with a lady that's actually not a writer by trade. Her background's social media and all that kind of jazz. But she and her partner have come up with a range of kids' books that are based around different role models that do careers that they love. So there's entrepreneurs in there, there's coders in there, there's artists in there. There's a whole series. So as you can imagine, I spotted this and was like, I need to chat to you. This is just a brilliant idea. And the joy of that is that means you get to listen next week. So make sure you're subscribed. Find us on iTunes, Passion Pods, and then you'll get that first thing next Monday. And hopefully the added bonus of that one will be that I don't sound quite such a man. So we'll see. TBC, um, you'll find out next week. Huge, big, fat thanks as ever for listening. And in the meantime, hope you have a really good week.